Today's episode of JNR Basketball Podcast is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the best and easiest place to play your fantasy sports. Fantasy football, fantasy basketball, fantasy hockey, fantasy baseball, all available on Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy lets you draft your fantasy dream team in a matter of minutes. Sign up now with promo code JNR and we'll double your first deposit up to $100 in bonus cash when you make your first deposit of $10 or more. Deposit 100, get 100 free. With the slick mobile app and user-friendly website, you'll have no problem jumping in and drafting your squad. Underdog Fantasy with promo code JNR. Sign up today. Check out the podcast description for the link. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John, joined by Ronnie, and we are talking basketball. Let's jump right into news and notes. Uh, lots of news going on. A lot of a lot of things to keep up with. It's actually kind of been a little bit difficult. But the biggest story that jumped out to me was the Warriors are being sued for their promoting of FTX, which is that crypto platform yeah. that, that recently went under. So they're suing the Warriors, which just seems kind of silly. It's, you're going to sue your, the Warriors because FTX paid money for them? Uh, it just... Yeah, I, don't like it. I, I imagine it's just to get attention. So I don't know what FTX is. I know you were a little bit more into crypto. Was it just a trading platform or, or are you aware of what they did? It's, I don't know how to go into it without confusing everybody. But yeah, it's just like a, <laughs> a Web3 platform. Um, it, it's just something that you can invest in. And it's just, yeah, the tri- a cryptocurrency kind of. But basically the guy that owns it, he basically said he misplaced two billion dollars of everybody's money oh, <laughs> so it, geez. it tanked <laughs> and it tanked the whole entire market and it just it, it's crazy and i don't understand how the warriors could be sued for promoting ftx oh i don't think it, so it i think it's just sense. i think it's just an attention getting lawsuit or, yeah. or something but I, it's it's I, like i think the people are gonna that, sue espn because they had a commercial about something it, just, yeah. it doesn't make sense i think that you know the the Warriors have money, and so all these people, since they lost yeah. money, they're looking to, for a way to get back their money, you know? So some sort of class action lawsuit from somebody that actually has the money. Yeah, it's always about money. Yeah. Always about money. That's crazy. I, I was I was watching ESPN today. The Hawks and Celtics were playing, and it was the halftime report. This isn't really news. This is just something that entertained me. <laughs> um, and the announcer on ESPN at halftime referring to uh, gosh it was grant williams shot maybe or, or somebody's shot goes yeah he's stroking it real good right now <laughs> and i just stopped and said what the heck man yeah <laughs> i mean we're a couple of buffoons but on espn you feel like they would they would not say i wonder if it was like a dare or a bet to say something extremely innuendo-ish and, and see if you could get away it's with it it's funny you said that because <laughs> there was this espn reporter too just just on today you know for a sports center and they were talking about a play, and it was some college kid. His name was Dick, and he was driving to the hole, and they started cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're all just children deep yep. down inside, aren't we? <laughs> I appreciated it, though. Jason Tatum got a technical foul for clapping his hands. I'm not sure if you saw that yeah, highlight. that was insane. It was, it was, uh, there was a taunting call that was just as silly in a couple of games. I wanted to look up and see if it was the same ref. I didn't have a chance to do it. But there was a foul called, and out of frustration, he just clapped his hands. More of a like, oh, come on, Tatum, get it together. Like internal monologue sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You see it happen after tons of NBA plays. It's not uncommon occurrence. 
But the ref decided to call a technical foul on Jason Tatum, and he's like bewildered by yeah. this. He's looking at the jumbotron, like, "Did I did I accidentally flip him off? How? <laughs> what? What's happening?" You kind of see like the the stages of confusion and disbelief right. and everything just kind of across his face. The NBA reviewed it and has since reversed the technical foul. How could they do that? Uh, well, the, the way that they do that is they obviously they're not taking the points back. The points are the points, but if you get so many technical fouls in a season, I, I, I want to say it's 12 or 13 or something like that, you get suspended for a game. So Jason Tatum at that point had three. This was his fourth. Oh, You don't want to get suspended for a game for clapping your hands. So they took that back. So it's not on his record there. So he could potentially get another one without you know, having to worry about getting suspended. But that'd be absolutely ridiculous if you know players get technical fouls throughout the season. Jason Tatum's going to get more as the season progresses. <laughs> right. I, I mean, four at this point, he's probably safe from, from not getting suspended. But if you were to have that on your record, it's just like, man, now I got to be a little extra careful because that would be a foolish thing to get suspended for. Right. So they reversed it. I'm glad they did. It was a ridiculous call. It was weird because when he clapped his hands out of frustration, he wasn't the referee wasn't even looking at no, him. He just kind of heard it, and he just he it triggered the ref. So the ref called the yeah, tech. Got, it was he got so scared. weird. Yeah. So and then thunderous clap. Yeah, Trey Young got hit with the technical too. That was kind of ridiculous too. Similar to that, where he didn't like clap or anything. He just he said something. I don't know what it was. It was just to himself, you know, like oh no, he did the uh, you're too short to guard me. And, uh, Why does that keep happening? Everybody's doing that. People did it to Jose Alvarado. Yeah. Jose Alvarado did it to John Morant. It's just so stupid. You're too short to guard me. Okay. Yeah. I <sighs> I actually appreciated that it was called against Trey Young, and I don't like that people do that too short to guard me stuff. I don't like when they hold their hand out and you know hold their hand out to low to the ground like they're short. It's so stupid. Yeah, it's... So I'm glad they called it technical, but it is just like. I I can't believe they're calling technicals on it still, you know. <laughs> they're calling like, so yeah, and they're so inconsistent with it because you still have Luca. Well, Luca's been getting a lot more technicals for complaining as well. So maybe that's oh, a bad example, you. but there was there was a game where LeBron I think it was like 33 seconds was complaining about a call and the ref just like, yep, yep, yep. It's like, okay, that should probably be called the technical. The ref should probably be like, all right, we're done talking about this. Yeah. But it's it's not applied fairly t- to players across the league. And that's where I get the most frustration. It's yeah, like, why, no, why did he deserve that? Exactly. What did he do? There's no Josh Hart got a technical. Yeah, the consistency is what kills me. Josh Hart got a technical I mean, almost immediately for saying something to the ref. Now, I don't know what he said. Maybe it was one of those magical four-letter words that always get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. But it was the whistle was so fast on that one. So just the consistency. I think you, you, you're absolutely right. I just want consistency, guys. Yeah. Come on. Come on, refs. Get it together. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the Suns game just, just recently that was played against the Heat where it seemed like everything was going against the Suns, but nothing was going against the Heat. And then later on, I found out that the referee that was refereeing that game was a, a Miami native too. So they're like, "Oh, dun, that, dun, that's dun. it," you know. <laughs> so the conspiracy continues. Yep. The conspiracy. Another be... thing that happened during that game too is uh, there was a one particular play where Lowry was going underneath the hoop, the hoop for a rebound with Cam Campaign. First, he like throws an elbow in Campaign's face, and then Campaign like kind of blocks him out. So there, there was nothing called there, first of all. There should have been a, a technical just for the elbow going to Cam's head. And then when the shot was shot, Cam tries boxing out Lowry. And then Lowry, like, falls over him and, like, knees 
campaign and the back of the neck and everything. And then the sons are just kind of like, like Aiton and Booker are like standing over campaign, like, are you okay? And then like the plays just continue. There's no whistle at all. <laughs> and again, it's just like, but yet we go to the other side and like, we barely tap a guy and it's called a foul. But yet yeah. Lowry is playing football. I don't get it. It's frustrating. There was, there was a play where Draymond Green basically tried to use a guy's head as a bowling ball, <laughs> gouged him in the face and just thumbed his nose. I mean, it was really intense. Draymond didn't get called for the foul. It was called as an offensive foul. Mm. And the the homers for the Warriors were just like, oh, yeah, you can't do that. And it's like, what, do you, what play are you watching <laughs> yeah, right. that you think that Draymond should, should not be getting the call here? So, yeah, a little bit weird. Frustrating. Let's, let's, talk, about, weird. let's talk about the Nets. Sure. The Nets have a lot of stuff going on. They always have a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Kyrie Irving could return to action as early as Sunday. Yay. <laughs> so that's that's something. But they had a players – sources say they had a players-only meeting to discuss the performance of Ben Simmons. Yeah, tell me more about this because I haven't heard anything about this. Yeah, so the, not, not a lot of details are known. The people that have talked are unauthorized to speak. So it's, you know, who knows how real it is. But – First off, congratulations, Ben Simmons. He scored 10 points in a game. First yes. time he's been in double-digit points for over 500 days. So that's that's a huge, huge block or a huge uh, you know, mountain to overcome. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, he's not playing very well, which is, you know, if you've been watching the Nets or, or fantasy with Ben Simmons, that's not a shock to you. He's been really bad. And they had a meeting to kind of, I, I presume, discuss what do we need to do? Well, it could go one of two ways, right? What do we need to do as a team to help support him to get to help him get his mojo back? Maybe that's all he needs is his mojo. <laughs> or, uh, we, guys, we need to stop putting Ben Simmons in the game because he's terrible. I could see it going either way. I don't, I don't know what the outcome is, but there's definitely something wrong with Ben Simmons. He, he's he was an all star. Now he looks like the the ninth guy off the bench. I mean, he looks terrible. So maybe he needs a Volkswagen Beetle that's painted like a British flag and. So you go back to the 70s and get his mojo back. That's right. Austin Powers references all up in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, so, I don't know. I, the meeting clearly is just frustration of this team. He keeps getting minutes. You have the expectation that he's getting better. And maybe that's some of the frustration. And maybe that what's led to this meeting is that maybe they feel he's not taking it serious enough. He's not putting in enough hours at the gym to get his stroke back. Uh, so he could be stroking it nice. But he's just... <laughs> just struggling on every facet of the game and you know this this team was built to win a championship and they they look far from it okay i'm gonna go over some stats real quick and i want to see if i could I, I, but first of all what do you think about simmons do you think do you agree that he's not playing up to what they he's expect him to or do you th- he's a bum rocky yeah no he's he, he needs to be playing better yes you brought him in not for the stats that he's putting up you brought him in to be an all-star and he is he's not playing to that level. So yes, he missed all of last season. Yes, it's going to take time to get back there, but I I don't see any I don't see anything on the court that makes me think he's ever going to get back there. Okay. So last game, right? So this is the game against Sacramento Kings. Maybe this is right after the meeting, right? Like after they got totally whooped on. Yeah, I think I think they probably had this meeting after this game. Okay, because yeah, yeah it was one twenty one to one fifty three. I turned on the TV. Yeah, and I, I was well, like one hundred fifty three points. That's yeah. insane. It was ridiculous. But okay, so let's. That's go. like a bowling score for me. <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> so Ben Simmons played twenty minutes. It looks like there's about nine other players that are right around that 20, 20 minute range, right? 
out of those nine players, Ben Simmons has the best plus minus of all of those players. He is a negative three. So everybody else is like negative ridiculous, like negative 31, 37, 20, 30, 40. He's, ben Simmons is only a negative three. So when he's on the court, it shows that he's actually helping the team more than hurting them. Like he's, he's hurting them less than everybody else is hurting the team is what I should say. Would you agree with that? Because I, I like those plus and minus stats. I, I agree with those. He's hurting them less than everybody else is hurting yeah, them. Yeah, Nick Claxton had negative 30 when he was on a, right. on a floor. Sure. E. Sumner, negative Nick 20. Clax- Jay Harris, yes. negative well, you, 37. You talk about Kevin expectations. Durant, negative 31. Race well, they got, they got killed that game. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you, that, this is a bad game. You can't look at – you got to throw out the outliers, right? This is a bad game to look at because – 153 points they gave up. Yes, everyone's going to be negative in this game. They lost. Embarrassingly so. But Ben Simmons is only my negative point three. Is, my point is that the expectations that you have for Ben Simmons versus Nick Claxton are very, very different. You didn't bring – you brought him into this team. You traded for him because you had an idea of production that you wanted out of him. You were not getting that production. The meeting is probably because the players are frustrated that he's maybe not ta- – I don't know. I don't know if he's not taking it serious. I don't know if they don't think he's his heart's in the right place. Maybe this was an intervention. Is like, hey, dude, go go see a sports psychiatrist or or get your mind straight. You're, something is wrong here. Uh, I have no idea. I, I wonder if it will leak. Who knows? But Kevin Durant's had a lot of quotes this week too. Just kind of – there was one where he yeah. just listed, look at the guys I'm playing with. And it's like, yeah, dude, we know. Your team sucks. <laughs> I don't understand he's, why – He's doing great. KD is. But outside of him, it's a it's a cast of characters. Ben Simmons had the most rebounds on the team that day. He had five rebounds. So he's leading the That's team as the rebounds. That's the most rebounds? And Five day, rebounds was the most? Right. Oh, my gosh. So he's leading the team in rebounds, too. Assist, he's, there was Kevin Durant with six. The next guy in line is Ben Simmons, tied for third. You got you to gotta throw this game out, though, Ronnie. You can't look at this game. <laughs> this game was just an absolute nightmare of a game. You got to look at the games where they're competitive or, or where they won because those are the ones. Is he contributing to help this team win? Right, he can help them lose. Everyone helps them lose, but is he contributing to the wins? That's more important. You can't look at this game. Well, they, but we're not going to look at any other games. No, they, no, 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 no more Ben Simmons talk. Real ben quick, Simmons, how do they want him to contribute? No. Just points because it seems like he's doing everything else. He's playing great defense because obviously that shows with negative three. It shows really well with that 153 points that they gave up. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great defense, Roddy. All right. He needs to be – clearly he, the, the team has different expectations. So I don't know what they need him to do, but he's not doing it. Yeah, I don't know what they want him to he's do. Not doing when it. I feel like he's doing his job, but nobody else is. But that's okay. We could talk about something else. He's doing his job. Oh, my gosh. I think he's doing what they oh brought him in to do, gosh. defense. So if at the start of the year I were to say to you, Ronnie – it's November 16th. Which California team has the best record in the NBA? What would your guess have been? My guess at the beginning of this year would have been Golden State Warriors. Where would you have had the Kings on that list of the four teams that play in California? I probably would have had them at third because I think there was one other team that I, I didn't. I don't know. I, just... I think you probably – I can recall – you would have had the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Warriors all yeah, above. The I would have had Golden State, I think, Lakers, and then... I think you had the Clippers as a playoff team. 
Oh yeah, I had them up there too. Yeah, you're right. I might yeah. have, well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, kings I, are first I, you place. Know, you're right. I, I guess it's the I, short I would have version. had the kings last. I'll admit yeah. it. And I, I don't know if I would have had them last. Probably would have had them third. I certainly didn't think the Warriors were going to show. The Kings are the best team in California right now. Yeah, what the heck is going on? That's amazing. I love hearing that. I, I love the Kings. I don't know what it is about this team. I know I've given them a lot of grief. And I think maybe that's why I like them so much. Because they remind me of the Suns and the Cardinals. They've just been consistently bad for all these years. And I just think I can relate to the Kings. And I just have some hope for them that they could be the a good team. You know, Be better than all the other California teams. Yeah. And geez, has and, that ever happened before? Because I feel like it's never happened. I think happened. you got to go way back in the records to see if that ever happened. Yeah. But I, I have no idea. I mean, the Warriors have been good for for you know a decade or so. The Lakers historically are are probably the best franchise, uh, arguably with the Celtics. Uh, the Clippers have had their moments here and there, but the Kings have just always been bad. So so speaking, it's really really cool to watch. I don't know what their ceiling is, but yeah. They are playing really good basketball right now. So speaking of the Kings, Sabonis, he had a really good night. I think it was that night against um, the Nets. So Sabonis, he had 26 points, 22 rebounds, 8 assists in 34 minutes. And he was the first Kings player with a 25-25 game in under 35 minutes since the NBA merger. First Kings player to ever do that. So that is amazing. Great job, Sabonis. That's impressive. Yeah, That, That was an impressive game. Uh, impressive. I mean, if you if you're a fan of defense, it wasn't an impressive game, <laughs> right. but just that they scored that many points, uh, absolutely insane. And that's not the only game uh, that was like that too. There was another game that was a blowout. I think it was Golden State where they had like a 140 some, or I think it was another 150 point game too against. Oh, here it is. So so it wasn't that high, but still, Golden State Warriors 132 to 95 against the Spurs. I thought that was a pretty big game, not as big as the other one, but I don't know some of these games. Are kind of reminding yeah, the me. The Raptors put up 139 a couple couple weeks ago. Oh, here it is: when, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder versus Knicks. That's the one I was thinking of. Um, 145 to 135. Oklahoma wow. City won that on Sunday. So, so, some of these games, like I'm wondering, like what what's happening with defense? Like, are the referees doing it to where you just you can't play defense anymore? It's just all offense, and it's it's ending up being I, like a. I just think you you're seeing these teams invest so much in three point shooters. Do you think that's it? I think that has a lot to do with it. I just don't understand where it's coming from. It's looking like a East first West all-star game, you know, where they don't yeah, play defense yeah. at all. So, and yeah. I think I'm, a, I'm honestly a little scared for the NBA's future now because I don't like watching those all-star games anymore. It's, they're, they're boring to me. Like there's no point in watching it and I don't want well, the because NBA to become not playing like that. for anything. No, the NBA, even if, if they, the points stay ridiculous like this, I don't think the NBA will, will suffer that because these games actually mean something and, you know, fans love the slam dunk. They love that big three to kind of put, you know, the nail in the coffin. I don't I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, but, but I like defense and I like stops and blocks. And if you're scoring 153 points, where's where's the defense at? <laughs> yeah. Faster paced games as well yeah. tend to you get extra extra possessions, which are more scoring opportunities. Uh, it happens. It's it's I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm excited about it. I, I like it when it gets when it gets high like that because it's just everyone's hitting their shot yeah even contested shots sometimes get hit i mean so defense is still being played it's just these these guys are so good at basketball a couple weeks ago we didn't really talk about it but during warm-ups the warriors realized that the rim was too high and they had to come and make an adjustment and it ended up being off by like 
less than an inch or like an inch and a half or a very small amount. But Steph Curry recognized it. I mean, that's how dialed this dialed in this guy is that he can he can say that something's wrong with the rim. The rim's off, and sure enough, it was. That's I mean, I don't certainly wouldn't be able to recognize it being off uh, several inches but that's it's just that they have that basketball dna where this is i hit the shot with this muscle memory shot every single time yeah and i'm not hitting it so something something's clear yeah i'm wrong. breaking every single shot because it's too low so yeah right. interesting i remember a story like that a long time ago with michael jordan too so interesting that there's a Another similarity between Steph Curry and Michael yeah. Jordan. <laughs> oh, maybe they're the same person. Have yeah. you ever seen them in the same place at the same time? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> There's one player in the NBA whose shooting percentage outside the arc is better than his shooting percentage inside the arc. Do you have a guess on who that player is? Outside, inside. Uh, I think... Um, I feel like I know this. Is it Shea Gillius Alexander? It is not. Does he shoot a lot of threes? I didn't think he was a three. I don't know. Just guy. a wild guess. Just a wild guess. Kevin Herter of oh, the Sacramento okay. Kings. He is killing it from from three. I mean, that's I very I've never seen that before. What's his where percentage? Has a, oh, you might make me pull up his stats. Oh, sorry. I thought you had it. I, was... <laughs> I just have his name and the fact and the fun little fact. Oh, I was there. curious to see like what the, what his field goal percentage was and, and what the three-point percentage was. Just see how close it was. Yeah. Oh, field goal percentage, 51.4. Th- three-point percentage, whoa, 52.6. Wow. It's just That's a hair higher. Crazy. Just a hair, but impressive as can be. He is shooting lights out uh, from three, which is... Again, why scores are going up so high. Okay, that so game I got one for you. Brooklyn, he uh he had nineteen points. Nice. Shot seventy one percent from three in that game. I have one for you then. So who's shooting the highest field goal percentage by a guard with thirty points per game this season? Um the other, oh, for I want to compare him real quick. So the only other player to do this was a ninety one Michael Jordan, eighty nine Michael Jordan, and eighty eight Michael Jordan. So right now this current player is shooting fifty three point nine percent field goal percentage and 30 plus points per game who is that player i'm gonna guess michael jordan <laughs> i'm sorry i mean steph curry they're the same person is it steph curry no it's it's S- Trey young sga shea gillis alexander oh is it sga okay yep that's okay. why i went with that guess too because dang yeah that's a fair guess yeah he's shooting crazy so when i saw that i'm just like holy crap like who is this guy like where, where did he come from i, I don't remember him last year at all and <laughs> It's you know, and the lab. how about Oklahoma City? Like they they traded all these players and everything. They're they have all these new players, but they they kept yeah. him. You know, <laughs> they made there, sure. there was a quote from some players that said that when he came into this preseason, he was different. Like there was something that clicked. Hmm. Either he recognized something in the game, or or, or he just something he, he realized he belongs here but players on the oklahoma city thunder are saying that there's definitely something different about him yeah. obviously we're seeing it in the scoreboard but he has that that mentality and I, I don't i don't think it's fair to call it the the you know the mamba mentality that kobe had which was its own world of things but yeah. something similar to that where i'm just dialed in i'm I'm locked in and nothing is gonna stop me and that's what they're saying crazy good for him i, I wish i had him on my fantasy team because uh whoever picked yeah. him I actually remember during a draft, I saw him and I, I wanted him. But then when it was my pick, like someone picked him right before me. I was like, dang it. I but wish yeah. I had a violin for you, Ronnie. 
I don't. Did you see who is named Players of the it. Week? Uh, I didn't. Who Who are the Players of the Week? All right. So for the West, I bet you could guess West and East. I I really bet you could take take a guess. Who do you think is a West one, and who do you think is the East one? For oh, last geez. week, the the East is got to be Joel Embiid. Yes, There's no absolutely. way that could be given to anybody yeah, else. Yeah, he averaged okay. 40 points per game, 11 rebounds per game, and 5.3 assists. Just ridiculous stats for 40 points a game. That's insane. Yeah. So yeah, great job to him. Who do you think was a the West, West? is a little bit tougher, mm-hmm. mostly because I could guess a lot of different people. <laughs> I'm gonna guess. Uh, oh no, because Luca missed some time and he kind of struggled. Um, Jason Tatum plays in the East. Is it is it your boy SGA? No, it's oh, Steph Curry. So he oh, he averaged thirty eight points per game, six rebounds per game, a field goal percentage of sixty four point one percent. How about that? That is impressive. So the Raptors with Siakam this year, they were sixth overall in the offensive rating, fourth in defensive rating, and fourth in net rating. The Raptors without Siakam. 16th in offensive rating, 24th in defensive rating, and 25th in net rating. So we need to get Siakam back, right? So we, yeah. we need to have him back on the floor. I was shocked before his injury that he wasn't on that MVP ladder at all just because yeah. of the ga- the quality games he was putting up. Now that you see him miss time, you see the rankings, you know, they're, they're struggling without him. Yeah. Now all teams struggle without their superstar, but he is sort of that quiet superstar. Yeah just and uh a crazy difference he makes for the team just one player you know oh and then the golden state warriors they're zero and seven this season on the road so kind of interesting so let's see if they could get their first first road win i don't know first roadie yeah interesting they're playing the suns tonight right uh do they i forgot about that yeah they are i'm gonna turn it on right now while we do this they are trailing six points 60 suns 54 warriors Let's talk about some basketball games. The, Let's well, the Warriors revisit. are trailing. Yeah, so the Suns are winning. Yes, cool. Yes. I thought the Suns were trailing when you said that. Speaking of games, last episode we picked our locks of the week. These were for games that took place during the weekdays. And we'll make our locks of the weekend just a moment here. I picked the Heat over the Raptors. And continuing to the streak that I'm on, they lost. <laughs> I They lost without – they didn't have Bam Adebayo. They didn't have Tyler Hero. When I saw that they were going to be out, I was like, oh, what the heck, man? Yeah. Whatever team I pick, they – you know, last week it was the Bucks, and they, they sat uh, old best player in the NBA, Giannis. Mm-hmm. This week it's, it's you know, two of their top three, four players. Well, this is what benched, I was saying. So. Remember, it seems like the teams are trending where they, when they're playing against teams that they think they're going to beat. They end up sitting those players before their yeah, two, two games in a row, you know? Um, but I don't know. I'll look so I'm two if... and four. I'm two and four, Ronnie. This is pathetic. Yeah, that's tough. Speaking of pathetic, you picked the Clippers over the Rockets, <laughs> and they won. You're five and one. You're killing it. <laughs> yeah. So so pathetic. My struggles continue. Do not listen to my lock of the week. I am. <laughs> maybe go against my lock of the week at this rate. I mean, this is this is rough. So I'm gonna get back on the horse. I'm gonna make a lock of the week pick again right now. Are you ready, Ronnie? It's your favorite team to hate. The Phoenix Suns over the New York Knicks. That is my lock of the week. The Suns are going to win. Are you serious? Why are you I doing this? It. Because. Did, I, didn't you I, learn last week when I picked the Suns and they, they lost? Yeah, I know. But that's because you picked the Suns. <laughs> when I picked the Suns, they win. Okay. Uh, I picked this game because it seems like a winnable game for the Suns. You know what? To be fair, looking at the schedule... 
it is really, really hard because all of these teams, I feel, yeah, they could win that game. Yeah, they could lose that game. Yeah. It's really, really hard to pick that. Uh, I picked the Suns on Sunday because they're going back. They're, they're in Utah on Friday. They're going to back home on Sunday. It's not a back-to-back game. It's against the Knicks. The Knicks have to travel across the country to come to Phoenix. I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm just grasping at straws here. I hope you're right. Cause I, I need the Suns to start winning because they've been doing really bad recently. So yeah, so that's <sighs> I really pick. hope you're right. Okay. That I is like that my pick. week five weekend pick. This, Ronnie, who are you taking? If this is the first time I hope you win too. So, <laughs> 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 okay. So, uh, lock of the week. Let me, let me, who did I pick? Let me, I wasn't ready. I was looking at the thing. Uh, you're looking at the here thing. It is. Always looking at the thing. Okay. November 18th. There's a game with the Cavaliers and they're going to play, they're at home and they're going to play against the Hornets. So my lock of the weekend is oh, the Cavaliers over Hornets. Why did I not pick that one? That seems like I a was good thinking one. that you were, so I had some backups too, but I'm going yeah, with this one. I'm just, just, uh, so just not good at this. I figured that I mean, if you're, whoever's behind in these picks too, should be able to pick first and then we can't pick the same one too. So I, oh, I, I thought we would do a little like roll like that. that too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm I'm down with that because yeah. that means I'm going first all yeah. the time. All right, so exactly. let's switch over. So you pick the Cavs over the Hornets. The Hornets are struggling. I yeah. think they finally I mean, broke their losing streak, though. Cavaliers have Dar- uh, Darius Garland, who's been doing amazing. But the Hornets have, yeah. uh, what's his name, LaMelo Ball that came back. So Have they won since we talked about them? You know, I didn't check. I thought, they, I thought they finally got a win in. I hope not. You hope not. That's cruel. They won against the Magic they, on the fourteenth, and then they're playing. They yes, played. Yeah. Is today yeah. the 16th? So they're on a losing streak of one. Yeah, today's the sixteenth, and then 16th. they lost yeah. against the Pacers. So they had an eight-game losing streak. They finally won a game, and now they're back to their old ways of losing. Yeah. So that's a that's a good pick, Ronnie. I think that's I, I like yours better than mine. Yes. Which is, which is to say something. <laughs> uh, let's talk about our underdog of the week. This is where we pick a team that is supposed to be the underdog. But we think that they will beat the favorite. I am ahead here. I am two and two. Okay. I have just as many wins in my underdog as I do in my lock, which is also pretty depressing. <laughs> you are you are zero for four, which which means you get to go first. So yeah. who is your underdog pick of the weekend? Okay, so I'm I'm going again with my strategy of just just trying to pick the teams that are closer together and and uh, wins and losses, trying to steal one here. So I picked the Orlando Magic versus the Pacers. The Pacers are at home. This is a November nineteenth game, so the Pacers are six and six. Orlando Magic's four and ten. I think that the Orlando Magic will be the underdog when the when the stats come will. out. Yeah, I don't know because the Orlando Magic they're they're four I mean, and ten. Obviously, we don't and then, know. Well, yeah, but... the, the Pacers are at home, so I'm pretty sure that the betting line is going to favor the Pacers. They're, All right, they're going to be. If, if it doesn't, will you, are you taking the Pacers over the Magic? Yeah, I'll flop it. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> That's how I, this is one of those games where I, I think that it could go any way, um, but both either team could win. And that's why I picked it. So sure. Yeah. Orlando magic. Another reason I picked this is because the night before the Orlando magic play the bulls, but the Pacers play the Rockets. So both teams are going to be tired. And I just, I think that the magic are a younger team and I think the Pacers would be a little more tired. So I'm, I'm, that's another reason why I picked magic. Just, just because of that. All right, no, that's that's a pick. That's definitely a pick. <laughs> uh, I I have taken the Celtics versus the Pelicans. I believe the Pelicans will be the underdog in this game. 
Celtics and I am picking Pelicans. the Pel- the Pel- Pelicans to upset the Celtics. And uh, that's my underdog pick. I like that The Celtics pick, are playing but really good basketball right now. Yeah, Zion's hurt. But Let's see how long he's going to be out for. I know. I, since I picked the Pelicans, you know Zion's just foot's going to fall off. <laughs> but have, between have now the, and then. have the Pelicans been winning even with Zion, though? I, I don't think they've been winning with them. I think they were winning they've without been playing com- They've been playing competitive basketball, just period. Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter who's in, who's out. They're, they're playing competitive basketball. They beat up on the Bulls. Uh, we could go through their games. They beat the Grizzlies. They're a good basketball team. The Celtics are a great basketball team. Yeah, um, that's w- which is why I think they're they're going to be an underdog in this, even though it's in Smoothie King Arena in New Orleans. <laughs> but I think they'll they'll be the underdog, and I, I they definitely have the skills to pull pull off the upset there. So that is my upset pick of the week. All right, uh, I'm looking forward to watching these games. So let's pick our game of the weekend. This is the game that we think is going to be. This is the game that uh, my game. My, I don't like my game, but I, I, I settled with my game. I love it's the my game, game that I need to watch. So, um, well, then let's let's just have you go first. Okay. This is the game that we're going to watch because we think it's going to have something something about it. This game is drawing us to this game yeah. that we want to watch it. So, Ronnie, what game are you watching, and what draws you to it? Yeah, so last weekend we did. I picked two East teams because we we're we've, so we're kind of staying away from them, right? So I'm kind of going backwards on that. I I picked. The Lakers, but they're versing the Pistons, so another East team. I feel like I've picked these teams a lot so you've, far. You've picked both of these but teams. This before. one is so interesting so, to me. I'm, so oh, next next weekend, I'm going to oh, stay away Ronnie. from these teams. But hear me out. This is why it's interesting to me. So the Pistons, first of all, they they have back to back games um, before they play the Lakers. So they're playing the Clippers on the 17th, and then they're playing the Lakers on the 18th. Now. If you look at the Lakers schedule, <laughs> they have a tremendous amount of days off. So they played the Nets on the 13th. They don't play the Pistons until the 18th. So you're going to have... Holy smokes. Yeah, isn't that insane? Is so, that real? Yeah. Five days? That can't be right. I didn't think it was right too, but I, I, I looked at it like three different times. I was like, okay, I'm right. <laughs> so it's just really weird. So it made me think like, okay, the Lakers have all this time. LeBron's had that lingering injury to yeah they're gonna have all this rest time it's almost like a bye week to them you know for basketball it really is but they're playing against a tired detroit pistons game oh that's the lakers my mind. the lakers also yeah. beat the nets on the 13th so i just think like this is the lakers time to come back and maybe beat the pistons and have two wins again in a row so let's see if they could do that that's that's why it got me interested i just thought it was that was weird I accept your explanation. I don't care for the teams because we have watched them so recently, mm-hmm. but we'll watch it because that's your pick of the week. Yep. That's your pick of the weekend, Ronnie. Yeah. It's and it's going to happen. Yeah, definitely. And I think last weekend I picked Detroit Pistons versus Orlando, right? Yeah, we both picked that game. That yeah. was our. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, was a, let, let's was watch it one more time. That ended up being a great game. Yeah, let's watch yeah, it one more time and then we'll time. stay away from both of these teams. I picked uh, a team from the West and a team from the East. I picked a teams that we have not watched before and teams that you would probably never pick because it's the Pacers versus the Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> I like that game, though. I saw this that is gonna be, too. This is going to be two teams that are just struggling. Uh, I'm trying to pull up the record here. No, it's it's Let's a good game, that. though, because now it gives us a chance to like see who these players are and 
there are some really yeah. good players on the teams. Well, maybe not on the Rockets. I don't know if there's a good player on the Rockets, but the Pacers have <laughs> they, some decent they have players. A nice, they have a nice young rookie. The Rockets are two and twelve. The Pacers are seven and six. Uh neither team is really on my radar. Period. But. Uh, it's a game. It, it's a team that I want to watch because the Rockets have. I think. Oh God, who is the rookie? Is it Jab- Jabari Smith? Yeah, I was just trying to pull it up too. The I don't rookie. have a good thing to to pull it up with. Yeah, but yeah, but, there's somebody uh, on, on the Rockets are young. Miles Turner. They're, that's what I'm thinking of. Miles Turner is on the Pacers, and he's been playing lights out. So I, I would like to watch him. Jalen Green for the Rockets. You have Jalen Green. You have Kevin Porter Jr. Jabari Smith is the rookie. Uh, you have Eric Gordon, who almost became a son. Mm-hmm. So you have you have some players that are, like you said, young, up and comers. Same with the same with the Pacers. Uh, I know Chris Duarte's hurt, but they're another team that you know. A couple of years from now, you know, Tyrese Halliburton, the fantastic player, Miles Burton, yes, uh, Buddy Heald. These are all players that are capable of having good games in the NBA. So I want to watch him. I picked it. I'm not, like I said, I'm not super happy about it, but it needed to get done. It needed to be done, Ronnie. I, I, that is my job. (laughs) I will do what needs to be done. And that is what I've done this week by making this, this pick. Yeah. Tyrese Halliburton for for the Pacers. He's leading the team with 20 points, 20 and a half points per game. So he'll be a guy to watch and then keep an eye on Kevin Porter for the Rockets. He's averaging 19.2 points. So when you are watching the game, make sure you take note of those guys, see how they do. Deal. Ronnie, I will do that just because you said so. <laughs> Let's jump over to fantasy sports, fantasy basketball. Right. We, uh, there's a lot of injuries going on, Ronnie. You mentioned it before we started the Tons. podcast. It's it's hard to keep up with. I picked the Heat to beat the Raptors, and then boom, Bam's out and Tyler Hero's out. So mm-hmm. if you didn't catch that and you played them on your fantasy team this week, sorry. Yeah. They uh they didn't get any points. Zion is out. He's missing his second game with with a foot injury. Uh, Luka Doncic has sat out a game as well for for was his illness or fatigue? No, it was it just Jokic says rest. Was out for illness. Just rest. Yeah, yeah. Just I thought that was off, interesting. Guys. So yeah, if you have him on fantasy, day. there's like negative. He's averaging fifty four points. So you're expecting fifty four points out of him, and you got a zero. Yeah, that's got to make you so mad and frustrating. And uh, you said Nikolai Jokic has COVID? Yep. Yeah, Jokic has COVID. It's got, uh, it's undetermined how long he's going to be out because of that. But uh, yeah, just keep an eye on that now because there's 41 points on the bench for you. Yeah, that's yeah, really sad. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's these injuries are, are fast and furious. Obviously, James Harden's still out a uh, couple weeks there. Cam Johnson for the Suns. I know we we were one that's near and dear to our hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pascal Siakam. Si- oh, Whoa, you said it God. again. Siakam. Did I say it right? No, Siakam. You almost said no, it. I'll never, guys, I will never say this name right. <laughs> just, I'm just going to put it out there. Pascal Siakam uh, is still injured as well. Uh, I have three guys on my IL on my fantasy team. Chris Middleton, uh, Bogdanovic, and Hayward are still all injured on my on my list here. Hey, before I it's forget, very frustrating. I just want to give you credit for saying Jacques Vaughn correctly last weekend. I didn't think you were saying it correct, but you were. You mocked me. <laughs> yeah. You mocked me for my Jacques. You know, it's because I heard someone on ESPN pronounce it Jack. And then, so I started saying Jack, and then I heard you say Jacques, and then 
later on this week, I heard somebody else say Jacques, and I was like, okay, well, I guess Jonathan's right. Well, you still don't know which one's right. I Based guess. Based off of this, this quote-unquote research that you've done, which is just watching TV, <laughs> yeah. we still don't know which one is right. I think it is Jacques, though. Yeah, I think uh, it is I assume too, he has a French accent and wears a beret as well. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen him in action. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, injuries. Watch Such your injuries. Great. Watch your illnesses. Watch your rest. It's it's hard to keep up with, and they announce these sometimes minutes before the game starts, mm-hmm. which makes it really really hard to get that edit. Well, I had a guy that went from healthy to out, and then to game time decision, and yeah. then back to out, and it's like I can't keep up. So I can't do it. It's too much. So with that being said, let's pick our top player of the weekend. Yes, uh, Ronnie, do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay. So my so this is. The person that's going to score the most points, they're going to outdo everybody. This is going to be the top dog, right? We're doing that for the weekend. That's the top dog, who we think is just going to have the best fantasy game of the weekend. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going with Ja Morant, and I'm going with that Oklahoma City Thunder game with Ja. Okay. So I just feel like that's his game to prove that he is the best. He has that motivation on the floor going against him. So, yeah, I don't have other anything more to say other than, yeah, he's he's going to score the most points because of that. It's very Bubba Gump of you. Yeah, on November. Gump. What was what was Bubba's name <laughs> yeah, from Forrest Gump? That's all I have to say about that. I don't know. <laughs> That's all I have to yeah. say about that. <laughs> so John uh, Morant so on the fifteenth, he scored fifty-one fantasy points altogether. So he's he's working his way back That's, up. That's okay. That's okay. Fifty-one's okay. Yeah, Thirty-six uh, NBA gonna, points. He's gonna have to do better than that to get to the top of the mountain. No. <laughs> Who he's did you pick? Gonna have to do better. I picked the guy that will be at the top of the mountain this week and. Jason Tatum versus the Pelicans. You have a this is I mean I I picked the Pelicans to upset the Celtics, but I think Jason Tatum is going to have a, a fantastic game yeah. against these Pelicans. That's I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Uh, I'm excited to see it. Jason Tatum always seems to rise to the occasion uh, from a points perspective. I think I think this is why he's going to be the top this weekend. Uh, that game is on Friday, I believe. Tatum has so, been absolutely insane too. So insane, yeah. yeah. So yeah, good, good pick on there. I still think my guy is going to do better. Isn't my guy going against your team that has like the weaker defense for that gives like a boost in your fantasy points? Oklahoma City is that the is that the team that you Oklahoma always... City? Yeah, yeah. So who's the was it? Stephen Adams is the center on the Grizzlies. Yeah. So yeah, gonna, you always rebound. pick like a center. He's going to have like twelve rebounds. Stephen John, John Morant is going to have twelve rebounds. <laughs> no, Josh Morant's on top of his forty points because he's going to drive it to the hole and they're not going to be able to block it. No, the, the Stephen Adams is going to have a great rebounding game. Mark that on your calendar. All right, listen to this. Last game, John Morant had eight rebounds, so maybe he will have twelve rebounds. Lottie freaking duh. <laughs> yeah, I maybe, but I, I, they've already played, I, I believe, haven't they? No, this is on. So, oh, well, on the fifteenth day for New Orleans point against the New Orleans Pelicans, but this is the no, 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 18th no, no. These two teams have played. Yes, yes, I, I understand that, Ronnie. Oh, oh, oh you're talking about like um, they the have played each other season, previously this season. I don't know. I believe they have. Hold on, stand by, okay. everybody. We're but looking. I do like your pick, Jason Tatum. That's that's a strong pick. So I, I, when you said that name, I kind of got a little scared. I thought I was really positive <laughs> with my pick. I was like, cool, I'm going to beat Jonathan this week, but. Uh, we're going no, against Tatum. They haven't. They haven't. No, I thought I, I must be thinking okay. of uh, that's all right. Different player. Good pick. So 
Now we're going to pick the player who's going to have breakout. the be- yeah the best. Our breakout player. Yeah. So if you're doing daily fantasy, uh, Center for Underdog Fantasy, promo code JNR. If you're doing daily fantasy, um, this is a player that is going to outperform either a starter and they're going to outperform their season average. So for example, if I pick Joe Schmo, who averages 15 fantasy points, I like the matchup. I like how it's going to work out. He's going to – I expect him to to – maybe double his fantasy point production. He's going to have 30 points. He could be the difference maker in your game. Uh, so grab this guy. I I am torn, Ronnie. I am torn between two guys, oh, yeah. two guys on the same team. I have three uh, picks too. So yeah, who are you two? <laughs> I'm torn between Mark Cannon and Olenek. Both of those guys are going against the Suns. Okay, I've heard the, his name has been pronounced differently too. I've heard Markkanen. So let's try with Markkanen. <laughs> Markkinen? Yeah. All right. Laurie, Laurie Markkinen or Kelly Olenek. They, Olenek. Uh, DeAndre Ayton can't rebound. You might be shocked what to learn that. What teams do these guys play for again? These guys play for the Utah Jazz. Both and of them. the Jazz okay. are playing the Suns. All right. And it, both of them. So remember last week when I, I picked the Timberwolves guy, Carl Anthony Towns, and it ended up being Anthony Edwards who yeah. had the better game? So you're That's wondering the which dilemma one. that I'm in. Gotcha. I don't know which one. I my my instinct was to pick the forward, but they're playing against the Suns. Yes, they're playing against the Suns. Why are you picking these guys? I. This is, I be, so you what? pick the Suns to win, but you're picking I these pick guys the to have. To over, I picked. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Back up the bus here. <laughs> right. I picked the Suns to win over the Knicks. That's right. I picked some these one of these these Jazz players to have a great game against the Suns. I my initial my initial reaction I'm going to stick with it is Laurie Markkinen. Is that what you is yeah. that what you want me to say it? Markkinen. I I believe he will have the better game. That was my first instinct. But man, Olenek could also have a good game. Yeah, that's I, that's I don't know what to do. My I'm, gut I'm tormented. I'm going to go with Markkinen yeah. because the forward position seems to be the Achilles heel of the Suns and Markinen is a shooter. He's also had some good rebounding games. I think he's he, I'm I'm sticking with him with a with a with a sidebar of Kelly Olinick. Uh we'll see what happens. We'll see if if I called it right one and two, but that's that's my prediction for this weekend. I think they're gonna have a good game against the Phoenix Suns that are, as you mentioned, kind of struggling right now. Yeah. They're struggling, but uh now you're going against Aiton, so you know how good of a defender he is. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, he is a pretty decent defender. He just, you know, by the way, the previous game, he actually rebounded. I was watching that Suns game, and I was so proud of him. I was like, cool, he's going to actually have 10, 10 plus rebounds. And I said that, like, and like, and with the first two few minutes of the game when I was watching him, he was actually hustling for the rebounds. You said that after he had nine? No, like, wow, I said it 10 before he, He's already got nine. Probably, I think I said it when I saw him get, like, his second rebound. I was like, all right, he's... He's definitely going to get ten. I think he got twelve. Are you talking about that heat game? Yes, like he was. Yeah, he was playing game. really yeah. good. I mean, he wasn't uh, just watching the ball like go past uh, him. Bam Adebayo had thirty points and owned that fourth quarter. Oh, I know. I mean, it sucks that we okay. lost, but okay, yeah, okay, just just making sure. And just the only reason game. you're questioning your pick is because of what happened with the Timberwolves last last week. So I think this is a good pick with Mark Cannon. I said it. Well, Mark just, just going. Marketing and just going looking at the players that the Suns have played, it it tends to vary between that that forward position and that center position. Who kind of has that breakout game? So it's it's tough. It's tough to know. Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid both had a great game against the Suns. Yeah, right. The forward and the center. So it's 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 tough to tough to know that for sure. Uh, maybe they both will have a great game, but if only one of them, I, I'm 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 putting my my bet on Mark Cannon. Yeah, we'll it, see what happens. It just depends if so. 
I think if Aiton is at home the night before, he's going to stay up all night playing video games, and he's not going to. He's going to be all sluggish yeah, and everything. He's he not going to rebound the ball. If he's going on the road and he's not on, he doesn't have his Nintendo system or whatever. Then, <laughs> then he's going to out rebound because he's going to get a lot of sleep because this he's going to be bored. In, yeah, this is in Utah, so it's on the road. All right. Well, that's that's going against you then. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right. So, uh, who do you got, Ronnie? I have three players that I wrote down. I I wrote. I'm gonna. I know the one I'm gonna pick, but I'm gonna tell you who I was deciding between. So Emmanuel quickly for the New York Knicks, um, Ben Simmons, and Seth Curry. Get out of here with your Ben Simmons nonsense. So all these guys are 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 like, I'm I'm pretty sure they're all starters. Emmanuel quickly might be like six man. So I'm trying to be off the bench, but he he does play 15. Plus yeah, minutes he played more game, minutes than some of the starters did. So that's why I was like, you know, I could go with him. So. I don't know. I like all these guys, but in the end, I feel like the best pick for me to win is Seth Curry because he's only averaging 15 fantasy points. And so last game, he had 14 fantasy points, so which was, he didn't improve on it. But in the past, like November 12th, 9th, he had 27 and 30 fantasy points. So he's quite capable of having Who a lot more. Who did they play on November 12th? So they're going to play... No, no, no. You said November 12th, he had a good game. Who yeah, that was LA Clippers. Okay. So yeah, I just have a, a feeling that he's going to get these points against the... I'm By the way, I'm picking the Memphis Grizzlies game with him on November 20th. Okay. So okay. that's at 4 p.m. And yeah, I just feel like he's going to have a lot more than 15 points that game. And, and he's going he's gonna to beat you. We will see. I sh- probably should have written these players down <laughs> <laughs> to not do that. Let's see. Tatum for me and you had... Ja Morant. Ja... You got Mark Kinnan, and I got Seth Curry. Yep, I'm Seth Curry. Not to be gonna... confused with Steph Curry. So yeah, he's going to have the most improvements from his average. By the way, yeah. when we look at the averages, do we look at it from today? Because right now, no he's... season. Oh well, okay. So I'm saying that like from tonight, he has 15. But if he starts scoring like a, a game or two before that game, like he has a game on the 17th. If he scores like thirty, well, then his average is going to jump up to maybe twenty. You know. Yeah, so. but it's 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 semantics. <laughs> It'll be. Don't don't worry about yeah. the numbers so much, Ronnie. It's how do you feel, Jonathan? You I feel... I analyze everything. I need to make sure I have the advantage for every pick in the future too. So I just want to make uh, sure that we're looking at the same geez. things so I could pick we're, the best players. Yeah. No, we're not. It's just you know the day of. It's it's if it's close and it comes down to that, we could we could backdate it. And find out that average. I, I made sure to pick a guy far, that only has one has game between not been close. this one. I don't want to pick a player that has like you, two games before sure. the game I choose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the average is the average, yeah. right? Yeah. It is what it is. Right. I, I, I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't sweat that too much, Ronnie. Okay. Because Seth Curry is going to only score 12 points. What do you think about the other um, two picks that I was between, though? Emmanuel Quickly and Ben Simmons? Uh, ben, ben Simmons is garbage. <laughs> ben Simmons is a terrible pick. I don't know why you picked that. I feel like you just picked that to aggravate me. Well, uh, so because he, he's had fantasy points that are like 25 like in the 29 range, you know, so he is only averaging 19. And then Emmanuel quickly, I just feel like that's just like the fantasy gods speaking to me because you mentioned him last week and he kind of stuck out yeah. in my mind. And like, so he's averaging 19 fantasy points, but last game he had 26. So I was like, that could be an easy win. And he plays with the Knicks. And I don't know, I just have a feeling that they're going to do good. But Seth Curry, I feel like is my best bet. Yeah, I, I like Emmanuel quickly as well. I think he's going he's earning himself some extra playing time uh the February 13th against thunder he had 24 points uh five assists that's a great line plus three steals wow 
Yeah. Four steals against the Jazz. Yeah, when you mentioned him, he, he stepped up and I was like, geez, should I add him to a fantasy team? Because, yeah. yeah, he's looking good. But tonight, it's early. He's only played 10 minutes, zero points. Ooh. So it's it's feast or famine sometimes with some of these guys. And that's that's the risk you take. Because uh, he's, like you mentioned, he's a non-starter. But he is playing 20-plus minutes a game, which is which is good for, for a bench player. So yeah. could be. I, I We'll see. We'll find out what happens. Interesting. Yeah, good picks. Uh, how are you doing in fantasy? I'm doing really good. So I think in our league, I think I'm third or second. Let me look real quick. Let's pull this up. How are you doing? I'm not doing great. Yeah, I'm I'm second <laughs> overall. So I'm three and one. I'm... And there's one person that's four and zero. Oh, so. Well, the one week doesn't count. Yeah. Because you screwed it. Yeah, so I would have been monster four and zero oh with this guy, uh, but that's okay. I'm I'm two and two. I am projected to lose this week because. I just Zion is the real reason why I I'm, saw you were playing your wife too. I'm playing my wife. Yes, she's projected to beat me. Uh, Keegan Murray had a terrible game, first game this week in our head-to-head matchup. So it's it's been frustrating for yeah. sure. As but fantasy's I got it, it's a long it's a long season. I got some guys. I have three fantastic players on my IL. It's going to be hard to figure out who I need to release once once they come off of IL. Uh, so I, I'm set up, I think, for the long haul, as yep. long as Zion can give me some some valuable minutes, which is a big ask at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my team didn't do too hot tonight, but I feel like I have a really strong team, and I'm I'm happy with where I am. I'm actually playing a little bit with, with the fantasy points projection. So I'm, I'm kind of playing a trick on the guy I'm playing against. So he's project, he was projected to have like 750 and I made sure to take my some players out ahead of the weeks or um, later on in the weeks, so that way I would have a lower projection. So I'm only projected 641 right now because I purposely put players on a bench, but I'm going to put him as my starting roles uh, later on. But I just wanted to have a lower projection so that way he doesn't look for other players to try to like make sure <laughs> he that he beats he's me. Set. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's devious. So yeah, that's that's my little strategy. And he's fourth in the league too, so he's a tough matchup. He's projected 812. When I put all my players in, though, I'm pretty sure like 900, so I'm pretty sure I'm going to beat him. Yeah. But he doesn't know that yet. He <laughs> thinks he's going to win by a lot, by like 200, because right now it's 641 to 812 for the projection, him to win. And uh, yeah, he's thinking he's all golden and everything. But yeah, I was, Pretty sneaky, sis. Yep. I was keeping an eye on your games, too, because you're playing your wife. And uh, yeah, she hasn't won it's, yet, so yeah. I figured you might kind of give her one. She hasn't won yet. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not trying to. <laughs> it's it's Zion is killing me. Yeah, you know that's why a lot of people stayed away from him. And she has such a good team, but there's just like you. She's had the, yeah. tons of injuries more well, than she, you. She changed her name to Battered and Bruised <laughs> yeah. because at one point, three of her first four draft picks were injured. Right, uh, which it's tough to win. Aiton was out. Ingram was out. Games. Aiton was out. Ingram was out, and Lillard was out. Yeah, those yeah. are all her players. Crazy, but yeah, now it's going on to you. You got my, Middleton. Yeah. In my rotisserie league, I, I am taking a big hit because I have James Harden and Kyrie Irving who mm. uh, are both not playing right now. And it's it's a deep league. It's hard to find guys that are going to do that. Even in the categories I'm punting on, I, I'm just – I can't I – can't, it's, it's been rough. It's been a rough road ahead. I'm about middle of the pack there. It's a 12-man league. I think I'm fifth or so. Yeah. Uh, I was first until those guys went down. And, and it really – it's you can't, re- you can't recreate that production – uh, without 
having to punt some additional categories. And yeah. I'm I'm trying to hold off on that, knowing that James Harden is going to be back, knowing that Kyrie is going to be back eventually. If I can make the playoffs, I think I'm in good shape. So am I... that's kind of where I am right there. Yeah. What what place are you in? Fifth place. Fifth okay. place overall. That's not too bad. Excuse me. So I'm, I'm I, in... I just need to stay middle of the pack, right? Yeah. That's, that's all you got to do to make the playoffs, and then then you you hope for the best. I'm undefeated still. Uh, no one's beat me except someone has more points than me overall. Oh, so you do a you do a head to head category. Head to head categories. Okay. Yes. But um, so mine we is a do... season long burn, which. Yeah, which has we, its advantages and disadvantages. We've but. had we've added up all the points, and uh, the top guy has twenty one points. I have nineteen, so I'm right behind him in third place. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm doing. I was for this week. I was it was eight and one. Like I had eight points, and the guy I was going against had one. But he had some decent players tonight that kind of caught up. So it's six and three right now. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm still projected to beat him. All right, that's all I got for this week, Ronnie. Do you have anything you want to add? No, I I. I'm that's it. I'm going to be gone for Disneyland this weekend. So let's see how you handle the next podcast. So I'll be excited oh, it's to gonna be hear great. that on my way home from the, the trip. I, th- I think I'm going to do it as like a Ben Stein impression, just as slow <laughs> and monotone as possible. Nice. And No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Joining us next time where we'll, we recap our, our picks and our players and uh, see how they went and bring you all the latest news and notes in the NBA basketball season. Thanks for listening to the JNR Basketball Podcast. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. Look out for my tweet. I'm still going to try to tweet out my, my fantasy picks for you guys for the waiver wires, even though I'm at Disneyland. But, yep, that's all. Thanks, guys. <laughs>